Good morning. This is August 29th, 14th Sunday after Pentecost. And our text for today is from Mark chapter 7, verses 14 to 23. Jesus sort of goes to the heat of the problem. Fried foods, white bread, white sugar, creamy salad dressing, T-bone steaks, prime rib, double cheeseburgers, ham sandwiches, lobster, beer, wine, coffee, Coke, Marlboros, Cubans. Is it a sin to eat red meat, ham, crawfish? Is it a sin to drink a Budweiser or a Blue Moon? Is it sinful to enjoy a cup or two of coffee in the morning or smoke a big Churchill cigar? Or let me ask the question this way. Does a rare to medium rare ribeye steak, a ham sandwich, or a Swiss sandwich, or a cigarette defile you, pollute you, so you can't stand before God? Well, there are some a lot of uh, religious people who might say yes. Let me put it another way. Does abstaining from all these foods, drinks, or leafy products make you clean, improve your standing before the Almighty, get you closer to the kingdom, or bring the kingdom to you? Many people categorically declare, yes. In Jesus' day, they were the Pharisees and teachers of the law. Today, there is still kingdom of God food and drink regulations for people. Or at least they think so. The food and drink police. However, the modern day God of the food and drink police is an idol. It really is a make-believe God, a self-invented deity. Its name, well, it's just like Voldemort, a he who must not be named kind of idol. But I will name it, I call this idol, the elite community of central planners, the ECCP for short, and this idol is a beast. This tyrannical fascist-like beast parades around with all sorts of power and pomp, bearing its fangs, extending its claw, showing off its horns. The beast promises utopia, Shangri-La, a new age, a paradise, or to use the language we understand, the kingdom of heaven on earth. Therefore, this beast tolerates no false worship. This beast demands total submission, complete obedience. Non-compliance rains down the beast's swift and merciless wrath. Check out the list. See what's been banned. Stay away from the blacklisted products and you are working on your purity as a faithful worshiper of the beast. As pure as you can be, getting purer and purer. Working hard at it obedient and faithful to the beast, clean, pure, and unpolluted, going green. So be careful what you eat or drink. The elite community of central planners, the beast, is a most jealous deity. It is an idol of the highest order in our country. Its male and female mouthpieces have spoken, and they will continue to speak infallibly. Have you heard them? Egg McMuffins are not to be eaten by Olympic gymnasts. That sets the religion back and gives people the wrong impression that the beast tolerates false worshippers, if I may paraphrase one puppet. Happy Meals have been outlawed in San Francisco. His eminence, Mayor Michael Bloomberg, banned at one time sugary drinks from New York City restaurants, theaters, stadiums, and streetcars especially the supersized ones. Fair Bolton, no exceptions. 
Theater Popcorn was next on the list, according to Dr. Bruce Vladek, member of New York City's Board of Health. Some juices, coffee drinks, and milkshakes are not far behind because of the monstrosity of calories in them. But the banned products in your mouth and your well, well, you're impure, defiled, polluted, a false worshiper, a pagan, fines will be administered, jail time is a definite possibility, utopia cannot be established as long as there are rebels or unrepentant eaters and drinkers of the contraband. Now, of course, today, given our pandemic situation, we can include other things which defile people because they do not get vaccined or not. So make darn sure you perfectly keep the beast's regulations. Look carefully and relentlessly. Obey the first commandment of the beast's fine print. What you can put into your mouth and what you can't. Utopia, paradise, Shangri-La, the kingdom of heaven on earth, depends on your 24-7, 365 total compliance. Worship the beast. Then another preacher shows up. Lo and behold, he's the true one son of God in the flesh, Jesus. He is not the beast, but he is, as Revelation says, the lamb looking as if it had been slain. He will have none of this. He says, listen to me and not the beast. And that's precisely what we're supposed to do. The father's voice at the Mount of Transfiguration, this is my son, I love him, listen to him. Preacher God, Jesus declares, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. The ECCP is a deceptive little beast, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Its religion is a total sham. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Instead, it's what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. Did you get it? Did you understand? The disciples didn't. They didn't have a clue. Maybe you don't either. So the one true God in the flesh, Jesus spells it out again. Are you so dull? Haven't you heard anything I've been saying or paying attention to anything I've done? Don't you see that all the beast's food and drink rules have nothing to do with establishing a utopian paradise on earth? Food and drink go into the stomach and then the body disposes of it. As far as I am concerned, that's not what defiles or pollutes you. It's a power that they hold over you. Really, Jesus? Theater popcorn, a Wendy's double baconator, and a Starbucks caramel macchiato won't endanger my relationship with you? Letting my children have a happy meal won't bring down the wrath of God on me? Of course not. Good grief. None of that food or drink makes you unclean with me. Then what does? What is it, Jesus, that makes a person unclean before God? What is it that defiles a person so that it separates us from God? Well, Jesus has a surprising answer. It's your heart. That's the problem, a heart problem. A DNA of past sin passing along from generation to generation. It's a deep, deep heart problem, and it gets in with our DNA. The creature, the sinful creature who seeks power, the sinful creature who wants to put laws the sinful creature demands and wants to, de to decide what is clean and unclean. Listen, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. 
for from within out for within out of men's hearts come evil thoughts sexual immorality theft murder adultery greed malice deceit lewdness envy slander arrogance and folly and all these evil comes from inside and makes a man unclean all this sin comes from the heart yours and mine it separates you and me from god Jesus throws out all the food and drink regulations for having a salvation, that is. You can choose not to eat certain foods, light up, or imbibe certain liquids for dietary or other issues. Perhaps your doctor has advised accordingly. The governing authorities have outlawed or regulate certain products that people put into their mouths to smoke, noses to sniff, or veins to inject. Or it may just be that you're a recovering addict, so you need to stay away from the certain beverages or substances. Jesus doesn't have a problem with that. What troubles preacher Jesus is this, that people would trust in false gods. Worshiping the beastie, who I have named as the elite community of central planners, with its promise of utopia by religiously keeping all its food and drink commandments, that's idolatry. Even though its religion is extremely pious and nationalistic, the sinful heart is what defiles you before God. Your rotten heart pollutes you and separates you from him. From the heart comes sin. All these evils come from inside and make you unclean, Jesus declares. What evils? Thoughts, theft, murder, greed, malice, sexual immorality, slander. That all flows from the heart, your heart, my heart. Our wicked, sinful heart is the problem, the eternal life or death problem. Keeping certain foods or drinks out of your mouth won't save you, but a preacher does. His name is Jesus, and he is the Savior, the Savior of idolatrous sinners who believe that they will live forever if they eat the right foods, or never be sick again if they eat the right foods, or not be overweight and have perfect blood pressure if they eat the right foods, and thank goodness there is a, an idol or a beast who tells us what is this. But Jesus is the Savior. He's the Savior of idolatrous sinners whose hearts are very, very, very unclean and who hope in the wrong things, who put their trust in the little beasties like the central part, the central planning committee instead of Jesus. So Jesus goes and does a Good Friday for you, the ungodly. He takes all your sin that flows from an unclean, sin-clogged heart and answers for it and dies with it. He gets damned with it, forgives it, doesn't hold it against you because it all belongs to him. He is the slain Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And with his bloody forgiveness put in your ears and heart, you are restored to God purified, cleansed, with a new life and a new heart. When the Father looks at you, he sees you covered in the blood of his Son, Jesus Christ. The Good Friday blood of Jesus washed your heart clean at holy baptism. Hebrews 10.22 says, declares this about your baptism in Christ. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. In addition, you are clothed with Christ's righteousness and buried into his Calvary death through baptism. And today, his promise of forgiveness, life, and salvation are yours as you eat unleavened bread and drink the wine with your mouth, 
believe in your heart that it is his body and his blood as he declares himself creating in you a clean and pure heart in the way of Psalm 51. Faith, faith in Jesus and his promise of forgiveness. Listen to me and understand this, everyone, Jesus announces. Salvation is found only in me, not in the food and drink regulations of the beast, not in anything that a powerful body hands down as law. Paradise does not come with that. In, with, and under me. Today, as I give you my body and my blood in the sacrament of Holy Communion, cleanses you from all sin. So take heart and be of good cheer. All the evil that flows from your heart is forgiven. You are clean because of these words of forgiveness that I have declared to you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>